Hello world and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Damien and Rob. On today's podcast, we discuss a film celebrating its 30th anniversary, Tremors. Perfection, where there's nothing new under the sun, but under the ground. This valley is one long smorgasbord. Kevin Bacon, Tremors, rated PG-13. Starts Friday, January 19th at theaters everywhere. Hey, Rob, is Tremors a good movie? No, it's not. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'll, I'll come out of the gate saying it's not a good movie. Like this, yeah. Yes, it is not a good movie. Sorry. Damien? Uh, it's a fun movie. <laughs> it's a fun movie. Yeah, it's for sure a fun movie. Super fun. Yeah. Rob, if I was to tell you that this has 86% and 86% Rotten Tomato score. Yes. For the critics, yes. you would say what? That blows my fucking mind. So <laughs> I, I, I've seen this movie a bazillion times. I just watched yeah. it the other day and prepped for this. Um, but just even as we're kind of like going through like the questions of just kind of like prepping for this thing, I'm going through this stuff. It's like, Jesus, it's like every category. It's just like, fuck. It's like it's there. There are certain movies that are like terrible, but they're good. And the certain movies that are like good and they're super sure. good. But like this kind of falls within that middle range. Like I have affection for it, but there's no real love for it. So it was a struggle. Okay. It was a struggle to fill these categories. Sorry, Damien. I'm glad you're on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Damien, I know how you feel about Tremors, but I also know how you feel about Tremors too. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I feel like I've been leaning in this direction for a while of enjoying Tremors 2 more, but I think this last recent watch solidified my love for 2 over 1. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to have to get into that at some point because I got, I got questions about that. Okay. Because just the fact that... Kevin Bacon isn't in number two. That's all I need to know. He's not like a, a, I mean, I don't know. For me, it doesn't feel like that big of a draw. There's nothing particularly, it's not an amazing performance that he delivers. He doesn't bring anything else really. It's just Kevin Bacon. Nobody is bringing, nobody has an amazing performance in Tremors. Uh, That's why. Or any of the others. So saying that, okay, I don't miss him because I don't miss his amazing performance. There's no amazing... But you got to... I I miss the chemistry between the two leads. That's what's so great about this movie to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Like Val and Earl, man. It doesn't have the same... If it's not Val and Earl, I I don't have the same, like, affection for it. It doesn't have the same ringtone. It just doesn't... It doesn't... It's not it, you know? It's not simpatico. Val. I need Valentine. I need Val in it. And Earl. Yeah, there's no there's no Val in part two. So Kevin hey, in Bacon our does relationship. He... Hold, hold on, Ross. In Sorry. our relationship, who's the Val and who's the Earl? Mm, I feel like I'm let's see, geez. That's a tough one. My initial take was I'm Val and you're Earl. But actually I think it's probably the other way around. I think it's probably the other way around because you're a little more reserved. Yeah, whereas like you're you will really quickly go off the handle for literally no reason. I mean, I don't know if that's the case, but I also think I mean, maybe a little bit, but not 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 in a bad way. No, 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 not in a bad way. But like, seemingly insignificant things will sometimes <laughs> tell you. I mean, nothing is seeming like nothing's in. Incon- mm. Trying to think here. Words. Everything's a big deal in this movie, man. <laughs> they're, they're getting killed by sandworms. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So he's not going off the 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 rail because 
of small things, man. Yeah, that's why it's hard to make the comparison. Yeah. I do wear a lot of denim on denim, though. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I mean, there's just a lot, a lot of denim in general in this movie. Yeah. Dude, don't think that's not in one of my categories. <laughs> I need that belt buckle. Anybody notice that belt buckle? He's the big got, old though, heart, the heart belt buckle. Yeah. Yeah. He's a lover, not a I mean, fighter. But, Come on. I mean, his name's Val. His name's Valentine. You got to have a fucking heart. Yeah, you just got to embrace it. Belt buckle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of cigarettes though. I don't smoke. A lot of cigarettes. A lot of cigarettes. Who would Rob be? Milton, probably right. Fucking Melvin. I'm definitely Melvin. Melvin. (laughs) Milton. Melvin. Melvin. Whatever. (laughs) Dude, that kid sucked. That kid sucks. You know what's funny about that kid is like I always assume he's the bet. He's like the big brother from the Wonder Years. But he's not. Oh yeah. Like it's Big always Brother in my from head. the Wonder Years is in Back to the Future. Yeah. It's like a baby's yeah. toy. No. Yeah. That's not the baby's toy guy. <laughs> no, no. You have two TVs. Oh right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a baby's toy is fucking yeah. Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Look at this is why I'm not on the Back to the Future podcast, because I fuck it up. I mean, that's yeah. Back to the Future too, by the yeah. way. So look at this. Yeah. Look, look. Screwing it up left and right. Sorry. All right. Synopsis. Natives of a small, isolated town defend themselves against strange underground creatures, which are killing them one by one. I love that last, which is killing them one by one. <laughs> oh, you didn't add that. That's actually part of the synopsis. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. It's pretty good. To be fair, does it kill them one by one? No. It would it take doesn't, it. Right? It kills the no. doctor and the and the wife like almost simultaneously, one after another. It kills the two yahoos that are working on the road. Yeah. A one by one thing. Yeah, it's not a stock. It's not picking it off one at a time. It will eat as many people as he can get. Hmm. I mean, mm. they can get. There's four of them. Right? Oh my bad, my bad. Four of them. Oh. 1990, man. Thirty fucking mm. years. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Say we're. I told the story. Old. I told. Yeah, for sure. I told the story before um, on the last podcast on the horror movies of the 90s pod. Uh, I saw this movie for whatever reason. At a birthday party, so I would have been ten. We took a limo to go see it. Ooh. I'm unsure on why all of our parents thought in 1990 this would be a good movie to let us go see, but I don't remember being scared. I remember enjoying it quite a bit. Rob, yes. would you let a ten year old see this movie? I let my eleven year old watch it with me, so I'm pretty good on a ten year old with this. It's pretty tame. By today's standards, without right? a doubt in my mind, and even when there's swearing, it's like very subdued swearing. The gore I isn't mean, particularly terrible. It's not really like, ah, so it's fine. Yeah, it's more slapsticky. Obviously, there yeah. is a fuck you in it, but for the most part, you're right. It is reserved. The gore is not terrible, but there the there's a lot of deaths, and yeah. that's a, you know I I have a little I want to talk about the deaths in a little bit, but there's a lot, and there's one in particular that's pretty gruesome to me. But I think by today's standards, it's not that bad. No, it's very tame. Very, very tame. Damien, you remember when you saw this? I don't. I was actually just trying to think about that as, after you mentioned it, and I can't remember the first time I saw it. It definitely, I mean, obviously it wasn't in the theater. It would have been six. Um, but I don't remember when when it was. All right. Damien, if I was to tell you a gentleman named Ron Underwood directed this, you would tell me what? Uh, I have no idea who that is. So if I tell you that Mr. Ron Underwood has directed like a shit ton of TV, like an ungodly amount of TV, but the one other big movie 
credit he has as a director is a little movie called City Slickers. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it yes. all makes sense now. <laughs> so you ride for this movie. Apparently you like the second one better. I do. Do you like Tremors better than City Slickers? City Slickers one or two. He directed only one. Okay, all right. So you can only look at Tremors and City Slickers, not Curly's Gold. Yeah, Legend <laughs> of Curly's Gold. Yeah, and not uh, 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 Aftershocks. Yeah, or is, is any of the Tremors other ones. Too. Yeah. Um, City Slickers or Tremors? <laughs> I might say City Slickers. Yeah, I think I haven't seen City City Slickers in a long time, but I might say that as well. Yeah. Bobby, I gotta imagine you like City Slickers. I live for City Slickers. I'll take City Slickers over this movie at any time. But one or two? Oh, one. Two blows. Like two is terrible. Whoa. Even what's his face? Like bailed on two. Um Bruno uh, Kirby. Get the Bruno fuck out of here. Kirby. We'll take John we'll take John Lovitz. Go for Bruno <laughs> Kirby any day. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, I'm going for I Ride hard for City Slickers Hello. 1, as they say. <laughs> Hello. 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 Oh, man. I love both of those movies Where's so the much. New York Mets hat? You said nobody likes the Mets. That guy liked the Mets. Yeah, but Billy Crystal also fucking likes the Clippers in real life. And, like, Clippers, nobody likes them either. Yeah, like, so, enough. come on. Calm Actually, down. in real calm life, down. Billy Crystal is more of a Yankee fan. Just saying. But okay, Billy Crystal calm. did go to Nassau Community College. Fun fact. I went to Nassau Community doing this College. Again? Yeah, we're totally going to do this again. Are we fucking doing this again? Yeah. He also did, Ron Underwood also directed The Adventures of Pluto Nash, which admittedly was a disaster, starring Eddie Murphy, another Nassau Community College alumni. No big deal. <laughs> Damien, how are you doing over there, buddy? Oh, fuck. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just giving you good trivia. It's, it's 86%. Critics, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. 75% audience. The rare go. critics like the movie better than the audience. There's not a lot of these, no. right? Not a lot of these that we've done are, are this way. I mean, we're going to talk about it. Last category, right? Last question. I don't know that either one of these is right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know that 86 or 75 is right. Damien. Mm. Love the Tremors, right? You're a Tremors guy. You told me how much you love this movie. You and I have watched this movie in person, I believe, once and on via texting again, right? So I think you and I have have watched this movie a few times together. Yeah. How many movies have there been? How many total Tremors movies have there been? So how many Tremors movies? And there has also been, does anybody remember a Tremors TV show? Nope. Nope. Cool. (laughs) So just movies, how many? Okay, so there's the first two for sure. There was correct. The, there's the uh, there's the ice one uh, that was a Netflix <laughs> ad, and then there's the oh. one that just came out like weeks ago on Netflix. So how many? You're going with five? Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw another one in there and say six. Bobby, I was under the impression there was Tremors, and then there was Tremors two, and then there was is Aftershocks Tremors two. Aftershocks is Tremors too. Yeah. Then just in order to keep Michael Gross working, I would just assume they topped off at three. Okay. So there have been. Let me go through them. I'm going to read you the titles because this is this is my favorite thing ever. Ooh. Tremors, yes. 1990. Tremors two, Aftershocks, 1996. Wow. Tremors three, Back to Perfection, nope. 2001. 
Tremors 4, The Legend Begins, 2004, which I believe is the Western. <laughs> Tremors 5, 2015, called Bloodline. They took an 11-year gap of rest, a hiatus between 4 and 5. And we're like, you know what? We're bringing this IP back. Okay? Tremors, now not not called 6, but the 6th movie. It's just called Tremors, A Cold Day in Hell, 2018. <laughs> Tremors... Shrieker Island, what? 2020. That's the newest one. That's the newest one. And a Tremors TV show, 2003, 13 episodes. So wait, what was that? Seven? Jesus. Well, it's seven movies, one TV show. Okay. <laughs> Who That's knew? A That's a lot. Who is clamoring for the Tremors IP that from 2004 to 2015, they're like, we got to bring it back? Nope. Is it yeah, always... Because like the second one, like the little the little guys, like wasn't it like little guys that kind of looked mm -hmm. like the mousers from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> yeah. And then like one of them, they flew. Didn't they fly? They fly in uh, in Tremors: A Cold Day in Hell, I believe, the oh. 2018 one. Jesus, I thought it was like Tremors Two. They were flying. They were walking around in Tremors Two. Yeah, but I think I think fucking Bert is in all of them. Nice. I think so. And I think Kevin Bacon came back for the TV show. Oh. Oh, interesting. But I could be wrong. But I think that's that's the case. And Fred so Ward Damien, was in the I second one, right? What's that? Fred Ward was in the second one. Yes. Yes. Was yes, that I the only one he yeah. went into besides that? And then he just kind of... I don't know if he was in any more, but I know that Earl was in that one. He, Earl yes. might have shown up in these one of the last two that they just came out with. Gotcha. Mm. Dude... The fucking Tremors IP is not my the the Tremors extended universe the TEU <laughs> the as they say -E is not my bag. I've nice. only seen one and two. That's it. <laughs> so Damien, I might need to go you, back and watch these though. Damien's the expert of Tremors on the podcast. No, I've still I've only seen the first two as well. I haven't seen That's... any of the other ones. <laughs> when do you want to watch them, Damien? Oh, oh man. Uh, listen, I would go having not seen any of the movies other than one and two. I would watch them. Ooh. I mean, I'll, I'll fucking, I'll foot the bill. I'll throw them on the, on the app. We okay. can watch them. All right. Wow. We might have to do that. All right. You guys want to get in some of these categories? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Most watchable scene. <laughs> Much to what Rob said, at first I had a hard time finding a watchable scene. Because usually it'll be almost right off the bat. I'm like, all right, this is one. Or, or like coming into knowing we're going to do the pod, I'll have some in mind already. I didn't have one in mind for this per se right off the bat because it's a lot of the same shit over and over and over again. Not yes. really any set pieces. They're in fucking, Chang, you know, uh, Walter Chang's fucking convenience store for like <laughs> a quarter of the movie or on top of his, his building. So anyways, there's just not a lot that came to mind. But I got a couple here. So Val and Earl leave perfection. Mm. So I have... I have <sighs> Within that, there are three deaths in that scene right off the bat, right? You got Edgar Dean on yeah. the power tower fucking dying. Guy, he's the dude that Patrick Swayze rents the uh, the place from in uh, in uh, fucking... Roadhouse. The, uh, I, Roadhouse, thank you. Come Jesus on! Christ. <laughs> Old Fred. Uh -huh. I love these guys' names. Old Fred and his fucking sheep. Mm -hmm. And then the construction workers. So in that one scene, you get three deaths, Okay. My next watchable scene is the doctor and his wife get sucked underground and killed. <laughs> hey, and the, the reason for that is 
The wife ahead, is the um, what's her face from Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Um, the uh, head scientist. <laughs> Just saying. Damien, you knew there was going to be a Star Trek or Star Wars reference, right? Yes. That's the Rob only one I got. <laughs> what high school did she go to, Rob? <laughs> she went to Hop Hog High School, Suffolk County, Long Island. I have no idea. But All she right, was. So that movie ha- it's the first time you see the actual monsters, right? We're just going to call them the Graboids. That's what I call them. Nice. First time you see them. You don't see the full body. You only see the... What are they? Are they the... Uh, is it the tongue? Yeah. Is it like... The sit brother and sisters, like what is that thing? What is what are the the snakes that come out? What are those? Anybody? I feel comfortable calling them the tongues. Damien, let's go with tongues. Okay, um, but that also that 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 scene also has some like real standard white people bullshit in horror movies going on. Like they're just out there looking at the stars. They're you know they're they're kind of like just your standard white people kind of faceless, and then they're going to get eaten. It's just like the standard trope of horror movies. You have certain tropes. This is one of them. Old white couple should know yes. better. They don't. Yes. Shit's going down, and they're like, let's go investigate. What are you doing? Yeah. Get the fuck out of there. If this guy's a doctor, why is he building his own house? Just saying. I mean, that's some shit Damien would want to do. Nice. Yeah, I mean, unless <laughs> I was a doctor and I had enough money to just pay somebody else to do it. Right. Okay. Next scene, Val and Earl encounter the Graboids for the first time. That scene, so that's when they're riding the horses, the horses get spooked, has one of, to me, the most uh, gruesome scenes or gruesome shot scenes out of the whole movie. And it's when the fucking snakes, the the tongues are eating the horses. Yeah. Mm. It's a rough one, man. Yeah. It looks real. It's rough. But it's also the first time you see the whole monster. Yeah. Which I'm in. I'm in on that. Um. Do you guys feel, though, in this movie in general, in that scene specifically, but overall, that these people are not really shocked by the monsters enough? <laughs> like, there's a big-ass thing cruising through the sand, and they're just like, yep. How peculiar. They don't seem like that worried about it. Everybody's real accepting of this shit that uh, there's no precedence for. <laughs> right. Right. They're just like, Okay. I mean, they have that. There's that one scene where they're talking about maybe where it came from, and they're like, I don't know, mutated or outer space. Put all that aside. They're giant fucking worms that are cruising through the sand that are like eating cars. Yeah. You should be a little more concerned. You know where you're not safe? Fucking Chang's convenience store. <laughs> you're not safe there. Why do you think you're safe? Well, anyways. Why does Chang think he's economically safe building a convenience store in a town of 14 people? Like, why is that guy, like, dedicated enough to run an entire store and maintain stock? So I got a lot of questions about that city. (laughs) That was one of them, right, is the economy. Yeah. What's the economy like? It's shit. There's only one store. But for some reasons. The the, the little girl from fucking Jurassic Park who her mom's there asks... Or the the mom says at one point that she's got a big order for some shit, right? Some art. Where's that order coming from? No internet. Do you have like a a showroom I don't know about? Do you have like an exhibit? (laughs) Like what? what, what's going on? So I have so many questions about that town. Mm. But I mean, I get like, what's everybody else's, what's everybody else doing? Like you got Chang, he's got the store. Yep. The other lady's dealing art. Yep. What's What's Melvin doing? I mean, the the Keatons are like they're retired, I assume. 
I got a lot of stuff to say about the Keatons. <laughs> Fucking Burton, Burton uh, and Heather. I got a lot of questions about them. Reba and Mike. Yeah. And then the, like, isn't the, like, Jurassic Park girl's father the other redneck that's kind of running around? Who has no. no control over Melvin? Nestor. Nestor. Isn't that, like, mm. Melvin Nestor's kid? No. Oh, I, I thought think that was that's, that that's one of my questions too. Is where fucking Melvin's parents? Nestor just Nestor's by himself. That's it's, what I'm saying. These these people are fucking. And, and then uh, freaking and then Ortiz. You have, uh, what what is it? Ortiz. The, yeah. Or what's his name? Ortiz. I think it's Ortiz. I looked it up. Who's one of my favorite characters in the whole movie because he's just like they couldn't have been more racially insensitive <laughs> on how they wrote him <laughs> or had him talk. <laughs> It's just the most like over the top accent ever next to Reba McIntyre's. Ortiz is the one who gets the lawnmower started, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I chase him so, for a while. Yeah. Forgive me, it is not Ortiz. <laughs> right? It is Miguel. So I'll Miguel. take the I'll take the oh, okay. L on that one. Yeah. Ortiz is the guy fucking in speed who they call like uh <laughs> I can't they call him I can't remember what they call him. Big big guy, like a what do they call him? Gargantuan yeah. or something. Oh like right. That. Uh, Miguel. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, who the fuck is. is Ortiz? <laughs> I mean, there's Make only like six up. people, Damien. <laughs> no, that's why I was confused. <laughs> this... All right. Next, ca- uh, ne- next, hold on. Next scene. The Graboids attack the town for the first time. This has the coolest part of any, uh, the whole movie to me is when the fucking, the sidewalk starts rolling. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how they did it. It's just, it's 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 movie magic and it works so well. Still, it's obviously practical. Whatever they did, and it just it makes you understand that like some shit is going down, and the <laughs> fucking tremors, the, the, the graboids are right there, and I love it. Um, two more: Bert and Heather versus the graboids. I just say right now, this is Damien's favorite scene of the whole movie, <laughs> guaranteed. So look, man, before we before we move on, because I'm already ask, I'm talking about this scene, I'm gonna ask a question within the question. Damien, mm-hmm. are Bert and Heather, you know what? I'm not going to ask. I'm waiting. I'm going to wait. It's a little tease. I have a question about them a little later. It's a tease. Who do you think they voted for in 2020? <laughs> oh, fuck. Now, now. Oh, fuck. That's not the main question, but that I have that written down. I just want to know. Bert and Heather, who they vote for in 2020? Or do they vote? Are they sovereign citizens? No, they're, they're living off the grid, man. They're not going to vote. Do you think that they're sovereign citizens? Sure. Do you think that they pay taxes and have driver's license and no. are they domestic terrorists? No. <laughs> domestic terrorists. <laughs> they picked that location for the isolation. They're not doing dick. Yeah, I don't think they're voting. I think that like, yeah, they're they're out in the absolute middle of nowhere that has just enough civilization so that they can sustain. <laughs> okay. All right. So I in a later category I got a question then, but I'm I'm glad we could get that out. Okay. Um, and then my last category is fishing for graboids, which is essentially like the end of the movie. The practical effects of them blowing them up and the fucking orange like yeah. <laughs> gunk that is yeah. just everywhere. I'm in for it. Yeah, I'm in for the practicality of that shit. So I know I had a lot there after I said I didn't have I didn't have that many going into it. <laughs> Damien, what is your favorite scene of the movie? I mean, you already said it. It's the basement scene. Got to be right. Yeah. No, like zero chance it's anything else. Bobby it's the Gummer's house I wrote it right there it's the gunfight at the Gummer's house like how the hell else you also known as the crazies but just as like a backup to all of that 
the pole vaulting scene that they kind of lead into the car <laughs> does become a level of insane that it's just like, oh, that's crazy. And then they throw her through the window and she has to drive with like her hands. No one's holding the steering wheel and they're just screaming. And it's fine because they're driving in the desert, but whatever. All right. Yeah, mine is going to be, I think, um, Bert and Heather's yeah. <laughs> that scene when they when they break into the house. It's got to be. <laughs> You're broken to the wrong rec room. <laughs> Damien, whose life would you want? Oh, oh my. Whose I don't life want... would you want more? Hold on, hold on. Would you want Val and Earl's life or would you want Bert and Heather's life? Jesus. Because oh, you, know, you want to live off the grid, man. You want a fucking cabin in the middle of nowhere. Like, this is what you want. You want to, you want to live off off the fucking land. Yeah, I just don't want to do it in the desert. I need trees <laughs> and water. Okay. Uh, but if you if you force me to pick, I'm not going to go being the handyman yeah. route. You're, you're not doing it. No, no. I'm, I'm going like I'm, I have my little compound with 5,000 gallons of fuel and <laughs> ammo and a wall. Uh, Geiger uh, counter. Yeah, Geiger counter, food, MREs, like all that shit. Between the two. <laughs> Okay. You don't want to be covered Bobby, with shit with Melvin laughing at you. Right. Yeah. Bobby, I know that, that it, this is this this is a moot point for you. This question doesn't even pertain to you because I can just see by the by all the shit you have in the background, <laughs> there's no chance you would ever want either of these people's lives because you're not living off the grid. I can't live off living, the grid. You, I don't believe them. No, I you believe need your in the beer. Grid. You need your Star Wars yes. life size yes. fucking trooper in the back. Right your your stormtrooper in the background. Yes. There's no chance. No. No, I'm good. I'm good living okay. in the grid. Okay. At best, I'm uh, Walter Chang in this one. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, man. R.I.P. Walter Chang. Yeah. Damien, what the fuck moment? I got two. <laughs> Maybe there's more, mm. but I only got two. Nestor thinking sitting on a tire is good enough to get away from the graboids? <laughs> I mean, what's that tire? At the best, what? 16 inches, 18 inches? Mm. Yeah, maybe. I don't even think that much. Okay. And then... uh <laughs> The exploding, gra- the exploding graboid at the end, because it's just fucking ugh. <laughs> when it shoots out at the end, it hits the ground, and it's just like a, a fucking sock full of like, ugh. Yeah. I don't know any better way to say it. Those are so both me, good picks. Are, yeah, yeah. What do you got? Uh, the the only one that I had added was actually my favorite scene, which is the basement scene. Because I remember, like, I remember from one of my early watches, and I don't know, again, the first time I saw it, but it's so, like, violently American <laughs> that I just remember going, like, God damn, this man is American. I mean, were you into it, though? Yeah, were you like, I got to have a fucking basement like no, that? No, definitely not. I that was my first thought, anyway. No, I did, yeah, I didn't even know that elephant guns were a thing. Yeah, I was going to ask, is that a real thing? I don't I don't know. know. I don't know if they call them elephant guns. Maybe they do. Clearly none of us are gun people. Um, no. But I did, I remember some point looking somewhere when I was preparing preparing for this. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's an eight gauge uh, shotgun, I guess, or a gun. Yeah, I don't think it's a rifle, but eight gauge. I don't know gauge. what that means. Yeah, it I don't know. It doesn't get the big. penetration, though. Yeah. So what now? It doesn't get the penetration, though. Oh. Huh. doesn't get the penetration. Yeah. Doesn't get the penetration. Okay, okay. Rob, do you have a? Do you have anything you'd like to add to the what the fuck moment? Oh, well, I have three. So please. The the first one is because I saw this movie the year it came out, or or at least near to that kind of whatever. So the first what the fuck is 
the dad from Family Ties plays this fucking guy. <laughs> and I think people who didn't grow up with Family Ties really can't really appreciate the transition from uh, Stephen Keaton to, like, this guy. Because Stephen Keaton was, like, a hippie, like, acoustic guitar strumming, like, poem reading, like, just a very sweet man going into, like, full-blown I'm-gonna-kill-everything-around-me mode. So, like, that was a little bit of a transition for me. So the first what-the-fuck moment is Michael Gross um, being, like, a badass. Which leads to a great Michael Gross story. So my next-door neighbor and I went to Chiller Fest down in Jersey a couple of years ago. This isn't a celebrity story, but it, like, ends up being a celebrity story, but here we go. So he wanted to go specifically to see Michael Gross. Now, the reason why he wanted to see Michael Gross is because he had a dream in high school that Michael Gross killed him and, like, strangled him to death. So, like, it was a big joke. So if we're going to go down to Chiller to meet this guy, what he wants is a picture with him strangling him. So it was like, okay, like, hey, we'll give it a shot. So we go, we get online, and Michael Gross is there, and, of course, he's the sweetest guy ever. So Mike goes up to him and he's like, hey, would you mind taking a picture? And he's like, oh, of course, you know, pay me my money. I'll take the picture. And he says, all right, it's going to be weird, but can you like pretend to strangle me? And Michael Gross, without even missing a beat, was like, yeah, strangle you from the front or behind. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) and it was like, oh, um, I didn't know it was an option. So there's this great picture of Michael Gross strangling my friend Mike. From the front, because from behind is a little weird. So that's the end of that story. So, Rob, how did you start that story by saying this isn't going to be a celebrity story, and then it, it, it 100% is? <laughs> it's not. because Yeah, it's totally a celebrity story. All right. So the second one is, um, so there's a scene that Rhonda's legs get wrapped up in um, barbed wire, and she, yep, has to take her, scene. she has to take her pants off, which is fine. Good for yep. her. Ten-year-old Anthony was jacked on that scene. <clears throat> so... She takes her pants off, um, has to perform the rest of the scene in her underpants, which is whatever it is. And again, we're all kind of like, we're all adults. So like the next scene, they're in Chang's, um, you know, whatever. And Kevin Bacon is like repairing her legs. And this was like a very kind of like monumental moment for a little Bobby Leonard as I'm sitting there and... I didn't realize that at that point, women had a choice of like shaving their legs or not shaving their legs. And anyone who's listening at this particular moment, this particular actress that played Rhonda apparently was not a leg shaver. So in that scene, she does have super hairy legs. And that became a very like, what the fuck am I looking at moment as the little Bobby Leonard. So that is my second. Everyone's giving me a weird look, but that's okay. My second what the fuck moment. And then the last what the fuck moment. No comment on that, or am I just moving on to my third? I, I don't know what to say. Oh, but everyone's I mean, I just waving me com- off. I have a lot of thoughts. And then, I have a lot of thoughts about that, but the last one is any sort of like Melvin moment. In particular when <laughs> Melvin comes crying out of Chang's shop with the graboid wrapped around his neck. And uh, we have the moment that um, Mr. Keaton almost kills him. And has like this super like kind of creepy moment of like you were this close, this close. So that's my three what the fuck right. moments. I for someone who was like, ah, this movie's not really for me. Yeah. At the beginning of the pod, you seem to have a lot of visceral <laughs> moments as a child or a young adult 
with this movie. Sure. Okay. Every okay. movie that I saw as a kid, I have like some sort of emotional <laughs> connection to. Can I change Damien. my biggest what the fuck moment to <laughs> Rob telling an erotic asphyxiation story? Like this moment this, right now. Yeah, yeah. I'll take it. It's fine. Sure. sure. Also, fine. I'm probably going to leave and go watch City Slickers. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stick with Nestor thinking the tire was high enough as my what the fuck moment. Yes. I'm not going to talk about someone's legs yes. or anything else. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Sorry. Sorry to make Jesus it weird. Christ. Sorry to make it weirder, buddy. <laughs> Next category. Damien. Damien. What? Question for you. <laughs> what are Valentine's requirements for a spouse oh. in this movie? Oh, I don't remember them off the top of my head. I feel like I maybe intentionally pushed that stuff out of my mind. It's certainly the part of the movie that doesn't hold up the best. Yeah. Rob, do you? Valentine's a little bit of a creep. It is... He's he's certainly superficial. Yeah. Green eyes. It is something about the breasts. And then it is <laughs> legs Jesus that go Christ. all the way up. If I remember it right. He says, and I quote, she will have... Because he's like trying to talk this person into existence. Sure. Which is weird. <laughs> Long blonde hair, big green eyes, world-class breasts... Nice. Ass that won't quit, and legs that go all the way up. Nice. That's close. Fifty <laughs> percent on that one. A. Yeah, he's got some issues. B. Why does Rob know all that? <laughs> like, why was Rob batting fifty percent? Five hundred. Uh, I don't know. I had high hopes for Rhonda, but Rhonda just did not deliver. I guess. Wow. 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 Sorry. She's she's very intelligent. Yes. Sorry, Finn Carter. Wherever you are. Yeah, has anybody ever seen her in anything else? No. Nothing, I don't right? Think so. Even her IMDb is like relatively bare, so. All right, standout performance. And uh, I say that very lightly with this movie, right? I like this movie <laughs> quite a bit. I enjoy it. Nobody's killing it. Uh, but I think the two the two easy ones are Kevin Bacon as Valentine and Fred Ward as Earl. I got nobody else to add because I don't think anybody else is in the movie enough. Everybody else is clearly supporting. These are the main leads. I would go with Kevin Bacon, which I know that Damien said he's not doing anything spectacular in this movie, but I think he kind of carries it. He's incredibly likable, with the exception of his, you know, the previous scene. How he feels about women at the beginning is not, it's pretty cringeworthy, but besides that, he's a pretty likable guy. And the, the, the chemistry between Kevin Ward and Fred Bacon, or Kevin Ward, Kevin, uh, Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward, excuse me, is pretty good. Damien, you look confused. <laughs> I was just thinking about it, and then you said a lot of names for like their actual names, and I was thinking character names, and so I'm okay. now I'm all I'm you bamboozled it's me. It's Val um, and Earl. Yeah, yeah, Earl Bassett. I remember uh, <laughs> for standout performance, my note just says nobody is particularly good. Sure, uh, but I would I would just agree with you basically that it's probably the two of them between the two. I actually think I prefer Earl over Val. Um, I, I don't know. There's something just about his, he's like a little bit more thoughtful, sure. uh, whereas Val's a little bit uh, more of a loose cannon type thing. You think it's uh, it's like portrayed that way because of the age difference? Yeah, I would I would guess so. Obviously, I mean, it seems like he's older. 
He's, I mean, he certainly looks older. Kevin Bacon looks pretty young in this movie. Yeah. I get that. I, I Again, I think that the movie is enjoyable because of the two of them. Yeah, yeah. Rob? I'm going Fred Ward on this over Kevin Bacon. So I think Fred Ward's character is just a little bit more likable, which makes it an easier standout performance. Sure. Um, but... Again, this might fall into a diff. It'll fall into a different category. I'm going Fred Ward, all the way. Okay. Yeah. Worst performance. Ooh. I can't stand Reba McIntyre in this movie. <laughs> really? Her fucking over the top accent bugs. I think that's her real voice, though. Okay, what I'm just gonna say, I'm, is that real or? I, it could be real or not. It's still the accent. <laughs> it's terrible. I don't think Reba McIntyre is trying to act in this movie. I think that she's just Reba McIntyre in the movie. Yeah. Which yeah. means it's a bad performance to me. I don't I don't think so. Like the that her character like who she is is that character. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think that's that's who that character was intended to be? I mean, I, I think so, based on their lifestyle and where they are and some of their, <laughs> their core values. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it just it completely rubs me the wrong way. I think I really do think it's just the accent. Yeah, I mean I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, I the worst performance is Kevin Bacon because he really sucks in this movie. It's it, like he's I, whatever. He's I don't know if he's not trying because as I kind of researched this movie a little bit, like Kevin Bacon was in a real rough spot when he agreed to do this movie. Sure. It's also a very forgettable kind of Kevin Bacon movie. Like if you're playing, really? in my humble opinion, if you're playing the um, Kevin Bacon game, rarely does Tremors kind of come into play. So I'm just saying. So I, I do feel his performance is not fantastic. Just saying. We're going to play the, Trevor, the the Kevin Bacon game yeah. in a little bit because it's going to be in the, the one of the last categories of, you know, was this one of his best performances? So gotcha. feel free when we get to that to name me more memorable Kevin Bacon movies. Oh, yeah, got it. Come on. I, I mean, I guess I'm on an island here. I think I don't think anybody's particularly <laughs> good, right? It's fucking Tremors. Yeah. But I think Kevin Bacon carries this movie. And I think based on this one movie m- essentially starting a fucking franchise, which none of us think of this as a franchise because it's all pretty much straight to DVD or Netflix – I mean, he created that. Like, his star power, I think, pushed this movie to be popular. If Kevin Bacon was not in this movie, it would not have gotten the following it got. Without a doubt in my mind. That I agree, too. None of the rest of them are memorable. We might, I mean, like, Damien likes the second one, but none of the other ones even had really theatrical releases, I don't believe, except for maybe the second one. And that's got to be because he wasn't in, in it, I would imagine. No? I imagine, because, like, Fred Ward's not going to carry the movie. And not he's a, only not in the those one. years anyway. And then Michael Gross is certainly not going to be able to pull that one off. Nobody so, knows who Michael yeah. Gross is anymore. Oh, like, it's so the- sad. This was his, yeah. like, I think I read that he had wrapped Family Ties like a week before they started shooting this movie, which, again, is just super depressing for people who have not watched Family Ties. All right. So your worst performance <laughs> is Kevin Bacon. Rob yes. and Damien, did you give one? I don't. I don't. I just know you disagreed with Reba McIntyre. No, I. I don't really have one. I feel like 
Yeah, I I don't really have one. I guess you could you could kind of pick any any sure. character and then you know convince me and I would probably go with it. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I think going back to the Kevin Bacon thing, I don't associate this movie at all with Kevin Bacon. Really? Excellent. Uh, no, it's like it feels almost strange because because clearly it's like you know based on what you were just saying of this movie wouldn't have succeeded if it was if if it weren't for him and he carried it. I don't associate him like I said at all. There's no other movie star in this movie. Yeah, I know, but like the movie isn't it doesn't it's not like a movie star movie. I mean it it launched a franchise that had seven movies. Yeah, but the, the Kevin Bacon isn't carrying it from the one that he was in through fucking seven movies and a TV show. Sure, but what I'm saying is if the first one doesn't do well, then there's no expectation of anything after. Like it wouldn't happen after. Yeah, but 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 then like you you need to continue that for some while to get to seven. I could see that being an <laughs> argument if there were two movies, but like sure. Kevin Bacon had nothing to do with it. But what I'm with say, the rest of them, what I'm it's true, but none of the rest of them are actual like theatrical movies. Two was that's it. That was it. I can honestly true. say I would have never watched this movie if Kevin Bacon was not in it. I probably can say that with like. Full confidence. When I was a kid. Yeah. Just saying. Again, we, we went to see it, and God knows at 10 years old, I'm not a Kevin Bacon fan. I don't know that I'm a Kevin Bacon fan now. I just don't think that this movie is what the, doesn't turn into the franchise it was without the success of the first one. And I think the success of the first one is because partially because of Kevin Bacon. Sure. But I could yeah, be they're, completely wrong. I mean, there are only like four elements in the entire movie. So. Yeah. <laughs> It's either Kevin Bacon or it's the fucking Graboids. Take your pick. It's one of the two that make this movie, you know, and there is a a level of, it is, I guess, a horror comedy-ish. It has a comedy element, but it's not Mm -hmm. necessarily a funny movie. It might be a fun movie, but it's not funny. Like, there's no fucking jokes. Yeah. You might be laughing at the people. (laughs) <laughs> like Fred Ward was in like two other great movies like I would consider great movies just like very dated movies so like the right stuff he was in and he was also in Escape from Alcatraz which were both very well acted very kind of well received movies and besides Remo Williams I don't think Fred Ward really did much I don't think anybody's particularly like bad in this movie yeah. I think this movie they're all over the top but they're supposed to be but I don't think anybody's like it's cringeworthy Besides Reba yeah. McIntyre. No, I don't even think Reba McIntyre, her performance is bad. I, I really honestly think her accent bothers me so much that it fucking takes me out. Nice. Sorry, Reba. <laughs> she's, she's not a listener. <laughs> Active listener. <laughs> all right. The Nick Cage Award for overacting. Can we just all agree it's everybody? It's literally yeah. every single person <laughs> in the movie. It might even be the fucking Tremor. It might even be the Graboid somehow overacting. I don't know how that's possible. But it might be him. Well. It's for sure or, the two dudes that are the construction guys, because they're just straight out. They're fucking central oh, casting. Oh yeah. Okay. I Does gave any, it to Kevin Bacon. I thought Kevin Bacon was like hamming it up a little bit too much. No doubt, but I think it's like every, it's everybody. I think it's everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is fucking Walter Chang doing? You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Fucking Victor Wong That's is it. Victor is, Wong is doing what Victor Wong does. There is little every difference movie. between with the one big trouble in China. Oh man, <laughs> don't talk about Egg Chen. 
I Big Trouble pop- Little China, Mm-mm. The Golden Child, and oh. Tremors. He's the same guy. How great of a movie is Golden Child? Nobody ever. I love it. the Golden <laughs> Child. Damien, wait, 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 wait. Where is the yeah. knife? Sorry, isn't it? I want the knife. I, I, I oh, want is it? Knife. Oh, yeah. I want the knife. Please. No? I'm just waiting for Rob to keep going. I You've just, never... I like, I love that movie so much. Have you never seen The Golden Child? I have. It's been a very, very long oh, time. Man. It might not hold up. I got no idea. I saw it a lot when I was a kid. It was amazing when I was a child. <laughs> it's just funny. As I'm thinking about it, it's funny. All right. Who did the most of the least? I feel like uh, this is going to be a little bit of a stacked category. Because a lot of the supporting cast are kind of the stars of the movie, right? Or at least the most memorable parts of the movie, I think. Yeah. You got Melvin? Because everybody, <laughs> nobody ever watches this movie and doesn't think, fuck that kid. Yeah. So he's doing a lot with a little bit. Fuck him. Yeah. Michael Gross is Bert. I mean, come on, right? Everybody thinks of that scene in their basement for this movie. Victor Wong is Walter Chong, uh, Walter Chang. And the Graboids themselves, man. They're doing a lot. You don't ever see them. See them a little bit. A little bit like Jaws, like Bruce the Shark. Mm-hmm. Damien, what do you got? It's Melvin. No question for me. Absolutely, right? <laughs> Just Absolutely a Melvin. visceral reaction. Yeah, just I can feel the anger building up right now as I'm talking about it. It's like the ginger kid from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh, Dan. Yeah. Go back and listen. Yes, Dan. Go back and listen to that episode. What a good, what a great episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's one of my favorite episodes we've ever done, for sure. Bobby, I'm going to Victor Wong. Um, it's in my humble opinion. The glue that holds perfection together is Victor Wong. <laughs> he's he's the central character. He's just there's probably something to be said about that. Yeah, he seemed to have his most shit together. So I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of respect I'm shooting towards Victor Wong because not only does he develop this entire like, you know, supermarket in order for these 14 people to exist, <laughs> but he also like. Drops down 15 bucks without even blinking. So all of these fools will take Polaroids with the thing that was just attached to the truck. So the man is an entrepreneur. So I'm giving all my respect to is, Victor Wong. Didn't you ever think that there should be slot machines in his in his, uh, in his his store? Because, I mean, they're in Vegas or they're in Nevada. Yeah. So yeah. shouldn't he have slot machines in there? No, because yeah, he's right. not really a stop on the way to Vegas. I mean, it's whatever. Yeah. But like a yeah. roulette table yeah. wouldn't hurt, right? Yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. something. I mean, what do you think a, fr- a Saturday night in perfection's like? <laughs> Everybody hangs out at the supermarket, all three of them. Oh, man. They practice ways that they're going to knock the shit out of Melvin. With creepy Like, it seems Nestor. like a good time. Ugh. Yeah. Have you ever driven across the country? These places are fucking real. <laughs> no, man. We had this conversation last podcast. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out on fucking, you know, woods people. And this, obviously not in the woods, but these are woods yep. people. Yes, hundred percent. I'm not in. I'm out. I'm super out. Nice. All right, new category just for this pod, just this episode. Worst death. Yeah. Worst death. All right, follow me. Edgar Dean dehydration. Yeah. Old Fred and his sheep eaten alive, just the head mm-hmm. sticking out. The doctor and his wife sucked underground and in a car. Mm. So I don't know how that works. Like. Did they die in the car? Did they get eaten out of the car? Did they suffocate in the... I got a lot of questions about that. Walter, eaten alive in his own store. That's fucked up. 
Nestor <laughs> sucked through a tire, ass first. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was just funny to me. He gets accordioned through the fucking tire. Uh, he got what he deserved. I mean, Nestor's like, he didn't do nothing wrong. Melvin deserved to get sucked through the tire. Yeah. Damien, who had the worst death? I I feel like it's got to be the dehydration death. Dude, Edgar Dean, for sure, right? It's, that's rough, right? In the desert? Yeah, just like roasting in the sun. Dude, probably 100 feet in the air, you're closer to the sun. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Dude, just getting sure. fucking annihilated. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them graboids. Yeah. I mean, Nestor or Edgar Dean seemed like a nice dude. I know. Bobby. I mean, the local drunk Edgar. I'm like, I'm, I'm like all on board for that one. But like again, Victor Chang, Victor Wong, Walter Chang, Walter Chang, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Fuck. Walter, Fuck, Ch- it's Walter Chang, Victor Wong. Um. Like, the poor guy killed in his own store. Like, everyone's trying to help him. Like, clearly, like, in a lot of pain as it's happening. He was the one that was, like, seemed to be suffering the most um, as he's, like, getting eaten. Everybody else just kind of, like, got sucked in and they were good. Another but classic, the another classic, like, movie monster kill where he's, like, halfway in and he's just getting sucked back and forth. Ah! <laughs> like, back and forth. <laughs> just... <laughs> Like nobody can help this poor bastard, and are it, yeah. it, are they like are the graboids like chewing as they're sucking him in? Are they yeah. like eating him? Like are they are they, they are they they just like? No, this is him a down? sarlacc situation. It is just getting sucked in. But what are, also, the, like, what are the tongues doing? Yeah, they're just kind of hanging on to him because they it got is teeth like too. A, it's like it's a quint situation that it's just kind of like he's getting sucked in and just kind of like being dragged along with it. There's a lot of Jaws kind of like feel in this thing that they're kind of going for that doesn't quite get there. You know what this but, movie yeah. isn't? What? Jaws. Jaws. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's trying. It's super trying. So are we all going with Edgar? Well, I'm going with Edgar Dean. Damien went with Edgar Dean, the fucking dehydration. Yeah. Rob out of left field goes eating in his own store. So that's fine. Victor Wong. I get it? Yep. All right. All right. Does this still hold up? I only have one thing. It's Valentine's <laughs> views on women. <laughs> Obviously, it doesn't hold up. <laughs> Damien, do you have anything you want to add for this? No, I don't have anything. I don't have anything that I would add. Terrible, right? Yeah. All right. Bobby? <laughs> yeah, nothing holds up but our take on uh, Ortiz versus Miguel and we not realizing which <laughs> name it's supposed to be. <laughs> everything else, yeah. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. terrible. <laughs> His fucking accent, man. They did that guy dirty. All right, this still holds up. So these are things that still work in the movie today, yeah. 30 years later. The monsters. Yeah. Monsters yeah. still look good. They still look great, I think. The effects. There's not one part, I don't think, in the most part. There's not. There's only the one scene to me that doesn't really hold up very well for the effects, and it's when Bert and, and Heather are shooting at the monster, and you yeah. see from over their shoulder. It looks bad, but for the, everything else, it works for the effects. I said the chemistry between Val and Earl, I think, still works. And the denim on den- denim on denim look. You know how I feel about it, Damien. Yeah. It works. His Canadian tuxedo. It works. Yes. You got anything you want to add, Damien? No. I feel like those are all good good um, call-outs. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I had in my mind earlier, and I don't think that there was. Like, yeah, I think he pretty well covered it. The chain smoking? <laughs> yeah, I don't know that that still holds up. 
Bobby? No, we're good. Everything holds up. Everything's amazing. <laughs> Except for the la- the lady's uh, hairy legs, you fucking That's bastard. the only thing that really kind of throws You're me off. Terrible but. human being. Who is? Terrible you. That's All right, Damien. I have a question that when I when I put this pod on the schedule, it was like the first thing that came to mind and I had to ask you. You're the guy for this question and I need an answer about it. I need an answer from you for this question, okay? okay? Clear my mind. Okay. Are the graboids related to the bugs from Starship Troopers? Oh. Listen, Ooh, let me make quick. the case. Okay. They right. look similar. Mm. When they blow up, what color are their innards? Orange. Uh, yep. What color are most of the bugs' innards? Orange. Orange. Are these from a different planet, these graboids, are they from Starship Troopers universe and then maybe they went through like a black hole and they got here? Or is this just the evolution and they ended up taking over shit? So is this all part of the TEU? I mean, Starship Troopers is a far superior movie to anything in the TEU, but (laughs) but I digress. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. Um, What a great question. We we might have to sit down like whiteboard some thoughts on how this could also be connected to Total Recall. Well, which for anybody, if it's, oh. if it's related to Starship Troopers, it's got to be related to Total Recall. I know, I know. For anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to the Starship Troopers pod. Dude, <laughs> do it. What a great pod! I had so much fun with that one. Um, I'm I love the idea. I'm super on board. I'm gonna say yes. There's it's somehow connected. Got to be right. Yeah. If if they are not related. They are from an, uh, a parallel universe or black hole or something. Yeah. Like maybe Neil Patrick Harris fucking mind fucked them and sent them, you know, somewhere Jesus. else. Yeah. Go bug mom. <laughs> Dude, you, you just figured it out right there. Yep. He ferreted them. <laughs> yep. They got ferreted. Uh, where are you from? <laughs> Buenos Aires. <laughs> and what do you say? Kill them all. What a great I'm movie. Watch that movie. Fuck, <laughs> I just watched it like a month ago. It's so good still. City Slickers and Starship Troopers is right after <laughs> this. Starship Troopers better than City Slickers. Yeah, I might get on yeah. I might be able to get on board with that. Although it's been longer since I've seen City Slickers and I miss Billy Crystal. Look, I said it before and I said it to you many times, I think, in text. There are two movies as I'm getting older that are getting more enjoyable. Starship Troopers, because you don't realize all the satire when you're that age. You don't understand yeah. like what they're actually talking about when you originally see it. And TMNT 90. Yeah. <laughs> Both getting better as I get older. Yeah. That said, I will. So I totally agree with you with the, uh, with especially TMNT. But as I get older, I feel like I can relate more to Billy Crystal and City Slickers. <laughs> Hello. 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 What is the, what is the deer's name? The calf? Norman. 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 That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like no. I can relate more to, to Curly. His brother in the second one. Oh. <laughs> I wish I could relate more to Curly, <laughs> but I relate more to, to only, Billy Crystal. There's yep. only two things. Right? The two things. Yeah. And then what does he say? One is something. And he's like, it's only the one thing. I can't yeah. remember. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. Would this would this movie be better <laughs> if Gary Oldman was in it? And if so, who would he play? Uh, I would say Yes because I think Gary Oldman makes any movie better for the most part. But I don't want to see him as like Val or Earl. I want to see him as the doctor who gets sucked underground eaten. 
I just want to see him in like a ca- like a cameo. Like real, you're like, yeah. is that is that fucking Gary Oldman? Like that's the moment I want. Was like, was that was that Gary Oldman? Couldn't have been Gary Oldman in Tremors, and it was. Wow. That's the mo- that's the moment I want. Damien, I struggle with this one because I couldn't figure out. I couldn't think of where he would would fit into. I love that answer of of the like quick cameo. The only thing I thought of is he could play a very different version of Bert. Mm-hmm. Could he play like a like from the Cold War, like exiled from like Russia, oh. not supposed to be here version of Bert? That's what I mean. Like like he he's like not a citizen. He's here because he did some shit in the past. Yeah, and he has to live in the desert. Yeah, I'm yeah. in. I'm in on that. I would watch. Yeah, yeah. I would watch like a like an origin story of that. Totally, and I love Bert. I love Bert, but I could I could see him this this uh, parallel dimension version. I'm um, in, Rob. I want to see Lee Harvey Oswald living in perfection, also with a gun fetish. Maybe he's the guy that shares property with Bert, and they're constantly at war with one another, and yet they find the common enemy in the graboid. I'm like, in on I think that this too. Is, yeah, I'm. I'm like it's like so, a perfect but, strangers vibe. Yeah, so it's like Michael Gross is married to Reba McIntyre. So let's say Gary Oldman's married to like Shania Twain. <laughs> I don't think that's the same. I don't think that's or the same. Melissa like, Etheridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Melissa Etheridge was a lesbian, so I don't think that would work. Yeah, that wouldn't work either. Yeah, Dolly Parton. Ooh, I, Dolly Parton. There you go. Do so it. all right. So Book there you go. It. Gary Oldman, Dolly Parton. Versus Michael Gross and Reba McIntyre. They're just throwing pipe bombs at each other all day. <laughs> what Less if he played Walter Chang? What if we just slid him in as Walter Chang? <laughs> no? No. Because no, he could be, no. he, he doesn't obviously have to be like Asian American. He could be, again, like the Russian guy yeah. who's like here as like the shop owner. He could be like yeah, Teddy KGB from fucking, uh, from fucking <laughs> yeah. uh, Rounders. I or he could just work. be Miguel, the like uh, clearly the most forgettable character in the entire movie. I thought for sure the whole movie, I was like, when does Miguel get eaten? I can't even remember when Miguel gets eaten. He doesn't, dude. That guy makes it to the end. He does? Yeah. Oh, that's news to me. He's on the rock with the with the with them at the end. He did the pole vaulting? Oh no, they didn't do no, pole vaulting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did no, run to the rocks. Just, yeah. yeah, the only main people from the city that get eaten is fucking Walter Chang and Nestor. Like the from the core group you you know you know not not sure. the fucking guy on the not the the drunk and the the doctor like you don't really know them. It's too bad. I thought for or sure Carol from Star eaten. Trek. Yeah. What'd you say? Or Carol from Star Trek. She also got eaten. Carol. No. Carol, Carol from Star Trek. Oh yeah, but she's not a ma- yeah 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 she yeah, she, yeah. But she's, she's the doctor's not, wife. Yeah, but you don't know about her. No. All right. Most memorable <laughs> line. Not a ton yes. in this movie. I thought there was going to nope. be a bunch. Uh, nope. Not not a lot of good ones. Um, I'm a victim of circumstance. I thought you called it your pecker. Yeah. <laughs> kind of funny. Um, could you shut up? <laughs> and that's my inter- that's my my impression of Kevin Bacon. Not great. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then the winner. We're all going to say it's the winner. Broke into the wrong goddamn rec room, didn't you, you bastard? <laughs> yeah. That's that's the winner, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Bobby, you well, got anything you want to add? I got two. I got, the, well, I fuck. think the line of the movie is part of my French, which is kind of funny. 
So like whatever Fred Ward kind of like swears, whatever. And then the other one was, <laughs> I can't believe we said no to free beer. Of course, that's that would be your that would be yeah because I'm just saying, Damien. The rec room quote is the is the very clear winner. The only other one that I might throw in there is, uh, you'd think after eating all those sheep, they'd have to take a dump someplace. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. That's a great Bert, uh, Bert quote, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they're out looking yeah, for yeah, fucking yeah. Her, him and Heather out there looking. Yep. Hey, how does the graboid fucking know to like shit whip his truck when the truck's not moving? It's not doing anything, and they go and they fucking tear out the truck's suspension like how how's it know that yeah i don't know and that's the only time yeah. that they do that starship troopers dude yeah brain's got bug uh bugs got brain right yeah there's got to be a brain bug stumpy stumpy is the smart one the on that on that note the physics of how those things move underground impossible <laughs> yeah it's a little I mean, questionable they try to explain it. Oh, look at these little things on the side. Right, this little hookies. Like, oh, it's just loose soil. Nah, bro. It doesn't work yeah. that way. <laughs> also, how can they, they kill themselves when they're chasing Bert and Val? Or not Bert and Val. Um, Val and uh, I'm, I'm spacing on the name. Earl, thank you. And they he, they jump over like the, the, mm. the river bed thing, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. But then they can blow through fucking Bert's wall, which is essentially cinder block as well. Uh, yeah. Also How's a good point. Okay. <laughs> Bert just doesn't know how to make a wall. But clearly the uh, Department of Transportation that goes through perfection knows how to make a cement wall. <laughs> All right, Damien. This was a... A, uh, a question that I added to the, the long-form podcast during Back to the Future, and it will stay on. It is one of the, the new questions, and it's simply, do you have an answer? And I have two things I want to ask both of you, and I would like to see if either one of you can answer these for me because I can never come up with an answer. Damien, where the fuck mm-hmm. are Melvin's parents? <laughs> Did they go, like, on a long weekend somewhere? Is he orphaned there? Is he the love child of, of like where was was were his, was his parents killed? Were they one of the people who died, like the drunk or or the fucking dude who got all the sheep? Like where's his parents? That's a great question. I, I like the idea or the answer that um, he's like somebody's illegitimate child, and now he just like belongs to the town, which is why he's <laughs> such a little shit. Got it. He has no real consequences. Yeah, he, like nobody's really parenting him, and he doesn't give shit. Uh, but they can't really like get rid of him. Right. Okay. Bobby, you got an answer for that? I thought he was Nancy and uh, what's his face's kid? Nestor. Um, Nestor's kid. No, but yeah. Nancy and I Nestor thought... are not together. <laughs> so, but in my head, they are. So it's like Nancy and Nestor had two kids. One of them was Melvin, and the other one was the chick from Jurassic Park. Got it. No, clearly, I no, don't believe that totally anybody wrong. else has ever thought wrong. that in their whole life. Nope, that's me. <laughs> okay, Damien, second question and the more important question. <laughs> the adopted okay. child between Miguel and uh, Victor Wong. Could be. Are Bert and Heather domestic terrorists? Because <laughs> we, look, we know who they voted for, right? We got that. We got, uh... we know who who you voted for, okay? And we know that you're probably, you're real like tight with QAnon. Like we got it, okay? We, we know this. <laughs> We're, we got all this stuff. Are they domestic terrorists? They know how to make pipe bombs. They got an arsenal. 
they're like pretty fast and loose with like shooting shit. Bert's, Just a few. Uh, hold on, oh, Bert's man. license plate <laughs> says Uzi for you. <laughs> Are they domestic terrorists? Um, I'm gonna say no because I really like Bert. Bert is like my low key favorite person in the whole movie. Okay, I think they're just eccentric. They don't, you know, like the government, but they're not actually out to like hurt people because they're pretty far away from from anything that they could potentially influence. They're not doing any good for the, you know, whatever domestic terrorist cause they would have sitting on the middle of the desert. But what about the part where, and it, you know, this is my next category, but what about the part where they, they lose it on fucking Val and, uh, and Earl for making them leave their house? Like, they go real hammer on them. Like, it's their fault that at the end of the movie, you know, they're like, we had a fucking plan. We could have made a stand. We shouldn't have, you know, had to go with you. They, they go from zero to 100 real fast at that point. Yeah, I think that's more of just like the doomsday prepper thing mm. where they're like, yeah, they built their compound and they have all the stuff there and they took them out of their, their comfort zone with the with the guns and the gas and water and all that stuff. So if I was to tell you in 2020, hey, the, I know this couple, they, uh, they're doomsday preppers and they have an arsenal and they don't like the government, what would you think? What would I think? I would think that... Um, I would question who your friends are. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> I don't know that I said they were friends. I think I would just said I know these people. Uh, well, I mean. Acquaintances. P- potato, potato, potato. <laughs> <laughs> so because of your affection for Bert, you're unable to say or unwilling to say if they're domestic terrorists. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing in here other than the obvious to <laughs> say, to say that, to, to like imply that they're domestic terrorists. They're not do. They're, they don't have any domestic terrorist behaviors. I mean, they know how to make pipe bombs. That's right. Yeah, but like you know, who you get who a, doesn't? You yeah, get the a, average fifteen-year-old knows how to do it. Right. You get a copy of the Anarchist Cookbook, and like it's real quick. Perfect, Bobby. Same question. Yeah, they're lovely people. I do not believe so. They are God-fearing, wonderful people who decided to move out into the middle of the desert with like an arsenal to take over a small country. They're fine. They're just looking for peace, man. They're just looking to calm down. And just relax in the middle of a desert with one supermarket. Where do you think they came from? They probably came from Jersey. Um, if they didn't come from Jersey, Reba probably McIntyre's Staten not Island. From Jersey, bro. Well, you never know. She might be hiding well, pretty, her accent. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure based on her accent. And he has an Atlanta Hawks hat on. So Yeah. Again, this is all diversion. This is all diversion. They're trying to hide. They're not there to be found. They're there to hide. Got, got it. Got it. Okay. Perfect. I've always you think maybe, maybe they're like it's a wit pro thing. <laughs> Could be. Could be. You think that like like Bert has done some dirt. And he turned on somebody and now he's a fucking rat. And they were like, hey, yeah, we yeah. got to put you somewhere. Right, but he's not willing to completely give up his lifestyle, and so yeah. he's got all the guns and. So you think like Reba McIntyre was like a trophy wife, maybe? Nice. Like, are we going yeah. like Goodfellas? Is that what yeah, we're that's kind of like the, that? that's kind of the direction that I was going in? Because yeah, Bert why else could would certainly be. Bert could certainly be like a contract killer mm. because he's like the everyman, not super handsome, no, but also but he's like... too, no, Bert's too high strung to be a contract killer. No, no, no. This yeah. is, this is a guy with some secrets he needs to hide. They, they had to mm. put this guy away somewhere. Look, all I'm saying, 2020, the dude, they, they voted for Trump and they're deep in QAnon. 
That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, they or might be out there because they're, they're, they're running QAnon servers. Or they are don't want to be any part of the government at all. So right. maybe they're like, I'm, I'm yeah. completely wrong. And they're just like, we're going to be, you know, we're not, we're not paying fucking taxes. We're all completely off the grid. We don't have driver's license. We fucking melted our fingerprints. Yep. <laughs> like, could be any number. Those are Melvin's parents. That's the whole thing. They're just Maybe. choosing not to acknowledge Melvin as their child. Oh, I like that. I get yeah. that. I'm, I might be on board with that. Yeah. They all bought right. him his own trailer. The Samwise Gamgee Award for Biggest Wet Blanket. Oh. Bert and Heather. Oh. I got Bert and Heather, and I really only have them because they lose their shit on Val and Earl. Like, because they took the lead. They said, hey, maybe we should do this. And, and they were like, we're doing it. They even asked Val, like, hey, what, what do you need us to do when they're, con- when they're, when they're talking on the walkie-talkies back and forth? And then they go back and they blame them. They made a decision. Then you blame them. I'm not a big fan of that. So I'm going to throw them in there. Damien? Uh, yeah, I can't get behind them being wet blankets because they're, they, they are more prepared and would have more of a plan. They're just upset because um, – uh, Val and Earl are like bumbling through the situation. But you they, you empowered them. They empowered Val and Earl by asking them, what do you want us to do? Right. That was that was their mistake. They should have just <laughs> they should have just uh you know formed their own plan. So Bert and Heather have had all this time to be doomsday preppers. They have one fucking job and it's to be prepared for doomsday. And when Doomsday <laughs> comes knocking in the form of a giant sandworm, they ask the two local drunks, what do you want us to do? I'm just saying they fucked up. I mean, yeah, they were prepared. They just, I mean, Bert, uh, Bert said it himself, right? Food for five years, a thousand and gallons of gas, air filtration, water filtration, Geiger counter, bomb shelter, uh, underground goddamn monsters. So they didn't know they were, <laughs> they were coming from underground. Just saying. So you don't have anybody for wet blanket? I don't. I feel like there's no wet blankets in this. Fair enough. Could it be the monsters? Are the monsters the wet blankets? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Is Rhonda a wet blanket? I'm saying Rhonda's the wet blanket. I'm just like I clearly I got something against Rhonda and her hairy legs, but yeah. like oh. I'm saying Rhonda <laughs> is the wet blanket of the bunch. Your view oh, on God. Rhonda is like not a very 2020 thing, brother. I fair enough, and like that's fair, and I, I'll accept that. But like Rhonda that's, is the wet blanket; she's the one who just kind of like sucks the fun out of the room. I mean, she's not. Wait, doing, wait, wait, hang on, she's not doing anything. She's just intelligent. <laughs> she's using yeah, big words. Like, what, <laughs> like what did, they keep what turning to her for advice, and she's kind of shitty about it. She's like, "Why the fuck would I know any of this stuff?" Because you're the smartest one in the town. I mean, she's a grad so. student, so she's got to be, what, 22 to 25? Why do they think a 22 or 25-year-old person has all the answers just because they're a grad student? Because they're super smart. Because they're Granted. grad students. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that you're going to be everybody's favorite after this podcast anymore. Uh, it's, it's <laughs> me and Ron suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and fucking Ron. All right. You and fucking Ron. Movie real estate best place to live. Oh, I think in, we all in, agree on this one. In the town of perfection, right? You could live there. There's a couple places, a couple trailers to live in. <laughs> the doctor's house. It's hard to see uh, like what it's going to look like when it's completed, but it looks like it's all right, right? Yeah. It looks like it's a little A-frame. A it could be okay. Yeah, sure. Old Fred's house. Not a lot going on there, but you got yeah. land, right? You got sheep, you got land. Or Val and Earl's trailer. Oh. 
Oh, that's it. Damien. That's all. That's our only options. That's that's. I mean, there's 14 people that live in the city. <laughs> like what? There's not a whole lot of options, dude. You could live in Melvin's trailer if you wanted to. You could. Damien, what do what you, do you think? What do you think the inside of Valen Earl's trailer smells like? <laughs> it's funny you ask that, Damien, because then the next in my next category, that's one of my questions. What does things <laughs> smell like? Not smell like per se, but just their trailer in general. Uh. Where would you want to live, Damien? No. I don't want to live anywhere in any of those places. Um, the Doc's yeah, like house said, might be nice. But yeah, but it's, it's, there's nothing there. I mean, the frame is up. <laughs> yeah, you, it's you just can complete it. I'm not saying you yeah. got to live in its current s- status. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going there right the now. Like, I gotta, right. How, how am I going to like hire somebody to fucking build the rest of the house? Nobody gotta lives dig there. Got to dig the Oldsmobile station wagon out of the backyard. Yeah. Also, someone died here. Yeah. <laughs> well, like in the vicinity. Ah, uh, it's fine. So you're you're out. You're tapping out. You're not living in any of these. No, I'm not living anywhere here. What about a wormhole? Ah. Nope. Hard pass in the wormholes. <laughs> How about the, the random you know cement ravine going through the middle of perfection? I mean, uh, uh, what's her name with the with the with the little girl? Their play their trailer doesn't look terrible. Yeah, you know, I'm living in the Gummer House. That's where like, you're. Is at. there any? Yeah, is there any other place to live in that place? And I didn't put them on here, so I should yeah. have put it on here. Okay, yeah, that's the where Damien. That's where you would live. Yeah. I mean, if you force me to pick a place, that's where I'm going. Mainly because you got that like sweet garage clicker electric fence that you hit <laughs> from here. Why does he have a fence? <laughs> <laughs> because those twelve other shady fucks that live in perfection. You never know when they're coming around. Yep. Yeah, I don't I don't get I don't get the fence. Okay. Um I'm going Keep with the doctor's out. house. I'm going with the doctor's house. You fit you you figure mm-hmm. it out, right? And you know, you live out there, it's just got the it's just got the the it's not completed, right? It's all right. Who else who's gonna bother you? You could live out there in just the the uncompleted house. Like nobody's gonna bother you, man. Mm. Right? No, Except right. the grappling. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't get behind it. That seems like your dude. This is like your dream scenario. Yeah, but there's there's nothing there. There's no there's no fucking mountains. There's no water. You can't grow anything. Yeah, uh, things like, grow in the desert. <laughs> I mean, sheep maybe. Desperation. Cacti. Anger. Desperation grows. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what do you wish there was more of? I have two things. I want to know what is in Val and Earl's trailer. Like, I got to know what that that living situation is like. Because when they're getting ready to move, the sheer amount of shit they pull out of that thing, like TV doesn't work, vacuum cleaner doesn't work. Like, everything they grab out of there, oh, we're going to use it for parts. Oh, we're going to use it for parts. That place is probably dank and stinks. (laughs) The other thing... Stinks. Bert and Heather's backstory. I need a little bit of their backstory. I need to know where they came from. Is it WitPro? Like you said. Are mm-hmm. they domestic terrorists? I got a lot of questions. I just need a little bit. A little taste. Damon, you got anything? Yeah, it, w- it would only be I want more Bert. It doesn't matter like what form, whether it's the backstory <laughs> or his involvement. Like I just want more Bert. Okay, you need more Bert. Bobby? Yeah. I-, I-, I need more Victor Wong. No, what I really need to know is like... 
So of course, Val and uh, Earl pack the truck out of the trailer, right? Yeah. And yeah. on the way out of perfection is when they find the doctor, right? The dead doctor. Yep. No, it wasn't the dead doctor. It was Earl. And then they have to fit Earl into the back of the pickup truck. So my question is, like, what's the story of, like, did Val and Earl just, like, throw shit away in order to put Earl in the back of the car to drive it to the doctor's house? You know what I mean? So you want to understand the semantics yeah. of bringing yes. back yes. a dead body when your truck is full of shit. Yes. Yes. Are you assuming they got him down? How would they? How would you get a no? Dead they absolutely. They brought the bo- They brought the body down to the doctor, one hundred percent, because they wrapped him all up. Because the doctor looked at him and he's like, "Hmm, he's dehydrated." Oh, so that's like true. Val, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So Val climbed up there and then carried that sucker down. I imagine. Do you think they just pushed him, him off? He probably just pushed him off. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't <laughs> see Val carrying respectfully Earl the drunk off of the uh, electrical line. Yeah, I think they just. I think they probably off. just pushed him. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty rough, right? You like yeah. push the rigor mortis, Ugh, and then they explode as they hit the ground Ugh. from like like forty feet up in the air. <laughs> I don't know that they would explode because dehydration is set in. I don't know what kind yeah. of uh, you know, just be a bag of bones liquids they got left in that thing. Yeah, he's got overalls that'll like hold it all in. <laughs> And again, you got to give up some real estate in the back of the pickup truck. You're like, you're not taking the vacuum cleaner now. Like, you got to make some room. Yeah, man. Maybe they strap them to the top. Yeah. I'm just saying. Okay. That's the stuff I'm thinking I, about. Never thought about that. Okay. Yep. The best. And this is, is this this person or this, you know, type? Is it the monster? Whatever. Is this the best movie they've been in? Okay. Kevin Bacon. Bobby. No. Is this no. his best movie? No. What's his best movie? Kevin Bacon's best movie for realsies. I don't know. I got to go between Apollo 13 and um, uh, what do you call it? With the Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson, it was A Few Good Men. Is that his movie? He's it's in not that his movie, movie but like minutes. that's the movie that I think he did the best in. I mean, what else are you going to say? Footloose? Like Footloose or like Flatliners? Like I'm good. I mean, Kevin Bacon has been a shit ton of stuff. I know, but Kevin but he's Bacon always... really isn't, he's not really a leading man, though. Like, he's no, had, like, leading man movies, but, like, Kevin Bacon, quote-unquote, movies. If you, if I got to give you a Kevin Bacon movie, um, how about She's Having a Baby? Which is actually one of my favorite John Hughes movies. You could say Footloose, right? He yeah. was a movie. He's the star of that. He's the star of this. But if you go to, like, JFK, yeah. Apollo 13... You know, a, a few good men. Those are not his movies by no. any no. any means. No. Okay. Damien, I, you're frantically looking at his IMDb. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty frantic right now. He's has so much work. Yeah, um, most of, of which well, I've never heard of. That's why there's the game. What is it? Eight degrees. Yeah, yeah. seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. I mean, Thank you could you, pick yeah, Hollow yeah. Man, and that way you get Elizabeth Chew in there. But Hollow I'm going to say The River Wild. Oh, the River Wild! What a great movie! Uh, yeah, Glenn, great movie. Was it Glenn Close or Meryl Streep? No, Meryl Streep. Meryl gotcha. Streep. Yeah, yeah. And young Sean Astin. Oh yeah, yeah. What a great movie! I yeah. forgot he's in that. He's the Excellent. fucking worst in that movie. That might yeah. be his best movie. Yeah. Good job, Damien. I figured it out. <laughs> Bobby Michael Gross. 
Is this Michael Gross's best movie? Yes. <laughs> Damien. This besides the Family Ties movie, yes. Yeah, I don't know anything else he's been in. I mean, if I had to give like a really specific answer, it's going to be Tremors 2. Perfect. So not this movie. It would be Tremors not, 2. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Bobby, Victor Wong. No, 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 no. Victor Wong's best movie is The Golden Child, without a doubt in my mind. Damien? I am not familiar enough with the rest of his. Okay. <laughs> with the rest let of me, his work. Let me, let me ask you this then, Damien. He's yeah. in this, and he's in Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's obviously far superior, but I didn't know what else he's in that I might have remembered him from. I What's his name in that movie? Is it else? Wang? Egg Chen, Egg bro. Chen. Egg Chen. He Sorry. is the best in that movie. Big Trouble in Little China podcast will be happening uh, in 2021. I fucking love that movie. Jack Burton, Pork Chop Express. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna say Mindy, because I didn't oh. write down her real name. She's also the little girl in in Jurassic yeah, Park. Ariana yeah. something earlier. Uh, Ariana Richards. Nice. Correct. Correct. Love it. So Damien is Tremors better than Jurassic Park? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> okay, Damien. Ron Underwood, the director. Of this movie, obviously, City Slickers is on his his uh, his IMDb. Mm-hmm. What do we got? What's better? Yeah, I mean, I, we already talked about this at the start of the pod. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be City Slickers. And Bobby, you're you're with that City Slickers. I'm City Slickers. Yo, you man. All right, and then this is the final one. Tremors. Is this the best Tremors movie? <laughs> Damien, we already know what you think. Yep. It is not. Bobby. In my experience of Tremor movies, so like two, yes, this is better than two. <laughs> Agreed. In my experience of the two, this is better. All right, Damien, whose movie is this? Uh, for me, I think it's got to be the Crabloids. Ah, I can't, I can't pick like one of the characters because the movie's really, it, it's really, yeah, it's it's a monster movie. Okay, Bobby. I mean, I guess you could argue it's Kevin Bacon's movie, but it's not in my head. It's Michael Gross's movie. This is. The dad from Family Ties' movie, like, this is his, like, breakout thing. So, like, whenever breakout. I think... He didn't break out to do anything else. <laughs> so what did he break it's, out to do? It's his slightly move into movie. So if anything, this is the movie that I... I remember Michael Gross over this movie more so than Kevin Bacon. Let me That's ask you me. this. Sure. Let me ask you this, then. When you think of Michael Gross, <laughs> do you think of this movie or do you think of... Of, of Family Ties. It's Family Ties followed very quickly by Tremors. I got to be totally honest. Because those are the two things on his IMDb that you yeah, know. Yeah, that's the only thing that I know him from. Okay. For me, it's Kevin Bacon. I literally, yeah. when I think of Kevin Bacon, two movies instantly come to mind. This and Footloose. Yeah. That's it. Like, I, obviously, I can think of a ton of stuff he's been in, but those aren't his movies. I even think of a movie or a show called The Following, which is a show I liked quite a bit the first couple seasons that he was the star of. Um, but, yeah, for me, it's Kevin Bacon. And I'm, I'm really surprised that both of you guys were like, I don't even think this is – yeah. we don't think of him in this movie. It mm -hmm. is, is a rarity that I think of him in this movie, i got to be honest. That's so funny to me. Like, yeah. it – I get the Bert part of it. I get it because he's he's probably the most memorable character, but he's barely in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Da 
Go ahead, Damien. You were going to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say I was trying to think of who I was trying to like extract myself from the conversation I was just listening to and think of who think of what movie comes to mind when I hear Kevin Bacon. I think it's Stir of Echoes. Yeah. Oh, I get that. That was in his weird kind of later stage of his career. I mean, you look at his IMDb, it's it's a ton of shit, dude. Yeah. Like you said. He's done a lot of stuff. And some of it, most of it, a lot of it is pretty recent. Yeah, like he's a pretty regular working actor. His wife is a is a fairly popular actress. Like they they're both still working a ton. Yeah, I mean he's got two credits in three credits in twenty twenty. Mm. You seen either one of them? Nope. Yeah, that's the problem right there. <laughs> he apparently was in the uh twenty eighteen Tremors, which would have been hmm. the ice one, right? I don't know. I think it was. I think that they're supposed to be making another one too. That's there's a rumor that they're making another one. Wouldn't yeah, wouldn't be surprised considering they're seven deep at this point. It's no Starship Troopers. <laughs> it's no Starship Troopers. All right, Damien. We end every podcast with this question. Tremors, 86% critics. That shit is crazy. 75% audience. Underrated, overrated, properly rated. What was the non-critics score again? 75. 75. Uh, I mean, if we're going off of those scores, I'm going to say that it's overrated. Okay. If you weren't going off of that score, if you're in just your own mind, what do you think? Um, hmm. I don't know. It's a good question because it's not like people haven't heard of the franchise because clearly it's popular enough that they're making a shit ton of movies. Okay. Um, and it's not like a, it didn't start movie monster or a monster movie sort of genre. Right. So I don't know. It's not like particularly impactful. Um, I, I, yeah, the thing that carries this movie for me is just the chemistry and the fact that it's like, I don't know, sort of funny horror, I guess. Um, anyways, I, I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm delaying here to try and give an answer. <laughs> Always, yeah, I don't know. Do. It, it's it still might be it still might be overrated. All right, Bobby. This is like a C movie at best. So I think the what the audience, fuck? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so I think the audience has it right. I cannot believe the critics brought it up to a B. Just saying. Sorry. I love Starship Troopers. I am on board for Starship Troopers. I'm on board for Total Recall and RoboCop. But, like, this movie, at best, is a C. Where did RoboCop just come out of left field? I don't know. I feel like um, Starship Troopers, um, Total Recall, and RoboCop, all Paul Venderhoven movies, they they all kind of deserve to kind of be, like, brought in together. So, just saying. Hang hang on. Hang on. Hang on. The original, like, it's a B from Mr. Bobby Leonard came from... A conversation where you basically said they tried, like they made a movie, <laughs> therefore you get a B. So, like, how the fuck is this a C? Uh, let me let, let me let me just let hey, let's explain. Are we gonna that are we going back to Justice League on this? Well, no, it's it's well, you set the baseline with saying Justice League is a B, and for the reasons Damien just said. So, if Justice League is a B, why is this movie a C? Like, what in your eyes, what 
makes one a B, what what makes one a C? So I really like Batman and Superman. So maybe that's what it's doing. It's it's an so unbelievably it's literally just your your inf- your love for those characters. I, that yeah. So like even like a Star Wars or a Star Trek movie, like those views are going to be pretty skewed. So like where this one, I really have no like dog in the fight. So I can give you a little bit more like of an honest like kind of. Rob, opinion. is is this movie better than Phantom Menace? <laughs> Uh, this movie is better than Phantom Menace. Is it better than Attack of the Clones? It is better than Attack of the Clones. Is it better than Revenge of the Sith? It is on par with Revenge of the Sith. Is it better than any of the sequel movies in Star Wars? So... It might be better than 9 at best. It's not better than 7. It's not better than 8. It might be better than 9. So it's not better than Justice League either. Is this movie better than Justice League? <laughs> oh God! No, this movie isn't better than Justice League. I'll, I'll take a. I'll. It's not better than Justice League. <laughs> You're fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, you crazy. I just really wanted to see how your brain works in the in this in this with these questions, and I think you really showed us. There you right go. <laughs> you, you, you went through the sequence. There it was. Well, I mean, you essentially said because you love something that you're very biased towards Without it. Without a doubt in my mind, of course you are. You gotta be, you know... Jamie, am I like that? I mean, all of us are like that to some degree. Like, we all have our own personal biases. But, like, the, the, the like, sheer, like, insanity, I'm losing <laughs> words that Rob will stick to <laughs> Justice League is a B and this is a C is, like, I don't even know what to do. Sorry, buddy. So if I have to put this in the context of it's a monster movie, it's absolutely like a B level monster movie, right? It's not something that's like top tier, but it's 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 enjoyable, it's serviceable, it does what it needs to. The performances are are, are what they are. If I'm going to try to then look at it as a overall movie, is it in the pantheon of something that should be an 85, 86% in just movies in general? No. Right? But if I'm if I'm looking at it in what it's supposed to be, a monster movie that's lighthearted, that's fun, that doesn't take itself super seriously, but then it's not Lake Placid, that <laughs> it's something that's so bad it just comes around and it's enjoyable because it's so bad, mm. um, it's not that either. So I would be okay with it being in like an 80%. I know you're splitting hairs at that point, but I think it's probably like a B for what it is. I was quickly trying to look up other movies on on Rotten Tomatoes that are eighty five percent. I couldn't fi- I couldn't do it quickly, um, but I enjoy it, man. I think sure. that it's 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 an enjoyable enjoyable movie. Certainly not ter- I mean, it's not terrible. It's far superior than something like Batman vs Superman, <laughs> and that could be because Batman vs Superman or Justice League those are both those are supposed to be more. Like of a serious movie, so you expect more of them. This is a movie that's about fucking worms that eat people that travel through sand. Yeah, I mean, put it that way, sure. But they did make a movie and they got it done. Yep. So it should be a B. Ergo, Ergo. is a B. <laughs> <laughs> Damien, are you happy we did this one? Yeah. We got a lot of requests for Tremors. Did, did you? Yeah, we had like 20 different people that asked for this movie that to be done. That blows my mind. And it's Tremors, man. 30-year anniversary. Shit. It's a big deal. Shit. Shit. <laughs> All right. You guys got anything else? There's not a whole lot of like, 
lore to this movie. You know, you find you 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 yeah. read. There's a lot of like urban legends of things that happened on set or people that were supposed to be cast. There's not a lot of that on yeah. this. Yeah, the movie overall is pretty shallow. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, with, <laughs> yes, yes. Absolutely, but it's enjoyable <laughs> as fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. To your point earlier, like it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's not trying to be anything more than what it actually is. Like somebody had fun making it. They came up with like a wacky idea of, oh yeah, what if there was monsters under underground? And then, <laughs> and then know. they said Kevin Bacon's gonna be in this movie. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. Kevin's ba- like- Kevin Bacon's gonna be in it, and and we're gonna like have a fun time making it. Mm-hmm. They completed making the movie. <laughs> and let's go make seven more right yeah <laughs> then someone said really the father from family ties <laughs> you want that guy to be burnt like okay i mean it worked for it worked for alex p keaton like sure. five five years earlier yep apk a perfect cousin all right guys <laughs> thank you for being on damien let's go watch starship troopers yep i'm gonna watch city slickers first Thanks. all right Gentlemen, we will be doing another pod next week. I look forward to talking to both of you. Get your shit together, Rob. Get my shit together. Thirty-two movies. I got it. I'll do my homework. We'll see you next week. All right. See ya. All right. Be good. All right, everyone. That is our Tremors podcast. That was a a pod that was requested quite a bit, so I'm glad we could get it done before the end of the year, since this is its uh, anniversary year. Thanks to Damien and Rob for being on. Uh, As always, we ask for those five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe on any of the platforms you're listening to us on. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram at The Morning Geekdom, Facebook and Twitter at Morning Geekdom. And we'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman. <laughs> <laughs>